right, another episode of Soul Bros with the Days Ducks. I'm your host, RiFi Crypto Guy, and I just want to get to know the Days Ducks a little bit better. I wanted to ask you guys, who are you, and why did you get involved in NFTs? Well, I guess I'll, I'll kick things off, and then we can go around the room. Um, my name's Tastic, aka Zach. Um, manage a, a lot of the marketing and, and community behind the Days Ducks. And just also assist Sean a, a lot in the general direction, as well as with Guava and Sash. Um, raised in Antigua, educated in the U.S., spent some time working in the ad industry up there, as well as in the marketing industry with some other companies. And and really just decided to come back to Antigua to see you know how I could make a difference. And done a few things down here over the last few years, and then stumbled upon Sean and Guava getting involved in the NFT space which kind of coincided with me getting involved at the same time, more from a trader standpoint, and just was really amused by how people were using the space and what was going on and just you know the volume uh, of traffic through the space and the potential for building brands, building businesses. So when I saw Guava and Sean, who I've known you know for a long time, getting involved in the space, I reached out to them and said, hey, I'd like to be a part of the team. Sean, could you speak a little bit more on how you guys got started? Personally, I've been in the crypto scene since kind of early 2016, I'd say. And, and that was just kind of the introduction into the space in general. Um, and then when this NFT boom kind of started, when was it? 2021, I would say, this the first kind of big wave came through. Uh, you know, with Board Ape Yacht Club. So so that kind of got my attention. I was like, okay, this is an interesting space because it combines this crypto decentralized space uh, as well as the online business space, which I've been in for, I think, close to 12 years now trying different business ventures and have finally found success about three, four years ago. Um, and, and then kind of when all of these meshed together, I thought, wow, this is a perfect opportunity. There's an amazing local artist here. There's a bunch of local talent. Let's, uh, let's bring a team together and try and make something happen. And, uh, and then that kind of falls into my role as well as, as far as just kind of making sure that we're all connected and all on the same path, you know, mo moving towards this, this greater goal of ours. And I knew Guava's artwork through various social medias. I've actually never met him in person, but that that day I just hit up his Instagram. He sent me his number, gave him a call, and I was like, yo, have you heard of NFTs? And, you know, and, and it kicked off from there. We started with just one of ones on Rarible. Um, and Guava will, will tell you that in, in more detail. Um, but then eventually, you know, we finally made the decision to, to go for the collection. And then we were fortunate enough to 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 come across uh, Zach and Sash to help to help take things to the next level. I love that, Sean and Guava. What was that like having one of just somebody kind of hitting you up from uh, Antigua and telling you that NFTs are the future, man, and and you're going to be able to kick some serious tush here? <clears throat> well, <laughs> um, at first when um, he hit me up, I thought um, he was Canadian. <laughs> You know, because he um he emailed from Canada, and as, and then after that, I said, "All right, cool." Um, I saw him. He was, yeah, he was following me for some time on Instagram, and um, you know, he's a bit of a wild man, and he likes to you know, I mean, make moves. So, 
I put my trust in him. And then um, we went from there. Um, we decided to use the duck because the duck was a hot selling um, character from my, um, my, you know, my list of characters that I continuously paint or draw or whatever. So Dave's duck itself was a character I was selling in the store. And I told him, uh, if we're going to do this, let's use uh, the duck because, you know, he's a, he's a hot seller. And number two, he's a triple threat. He's a <laughs> land that. animal. He's a air animal. And he's also a water animal. It's cool that you just kind of got approached by it and um, it jumped right in and, and had kind of uh, your own image. You know, that's what's so cool about NFTs is people being able to relate and um, enjoy the characteristics and all the different things that you're drawing, you know, that, that is such a powerful tool. So really appreciate your art guava. And it's a, it's a pleasure getting to watch you guys kind of create what you are doing. And um, one man kind of helps put up some of that framework too. So I did want to hear from Sash and what it's like kind of creating on web three and, um, and your intro into the day's ducks. Cool, bro. So, um, I actually got approached by Sean, um, and that's after he'd already um, done the discovery with Guava and, and launching the individual one-of-ones and then deciding on the big collection. And initially, um, Sean actually more so approached me because of my connects in um, the tech industry. So I, I was uh, heading up a, a design development department for a fintech startup in UK. So I had the connects with developers there. So hit me up one day for that. Um, I said, cool, let me, let me get back to you. And then next day he hit me up again saying, oh, can you do like UX, UI? Can you do this and this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, like do all that stuff. So that's when he was like, oh, do you want to join the team and, and help, help build this out? I said, yeah. And then managed to pull in um, a whole development team that I'd worked with in the past before launching uh, digital products uh, in the financial space. Um, and then, yeah, uh, first time sort of building something for Web3, which was really exciting to get, get in on the Web3 space. Um, it's had its challenges, for sure. But I think, like everyone else in this space, we're learning, developing, adding new skill sets, um, bringing people in where we need to bring people in, and just, you know, pushing forward. So I'm pretty excited for, for what's, what's to come. It makes me wonder, was, was the only D-Gen or true D-Gen uh, Sean at the time of, of, of like, hey, this is Web3 and, and uh, you guys need to check it out? Um, for, for me, I've been in um, crypto from about 2017. Um, I guess you could say that the, la- the last wave um, before this, this one that just passed. Um, I, I have a feeling Zach was too. Um, but I, but Sean is definitely the most degen I think out of all of us. I I don't think you know degen in the sense uh, of the NFT space, but yeah, you know, versed in the crypto space, he is that warrior that we all kind of look to for guidance and always tends to shock us. Um, but my experiences prior kind of were along those those lines. It was more from that trader perspective, trying to flip and just kind of understanding. Like when I when I get enthused about something, I like to dive head first into the deep end and just like go down the rabbit hole and explore all aspects of it, good and bad, and see what people are doing for that opportunity, right? And I got exposed to a lot of that good and bad and grinding in discords, ending up with a shitload of rug pull NFTs. And and just kind of that alone was what 
Oh yeah. All, all the NFTs other than my ducks that I held previously were just like rugs. I, I had no luck. I passed on all the big ones, but you know, I watched very closely what everybody was doing, how they were using the space and, and the opportunities that existed. And sometimes you'll hear, you know, the rest of the team say that initially the attempt was just to really sell the art. And I, I brought this whole idea of a DAO to the table that now has us where we are. But I, I think that's something to be proud of. It's innovative. It's a space that the Caribbean isn't too involved in. So I, I'm glad, even if people still call us DGENs, that we're here blazing a trail. And I couldn't do it without these other guys. You hit on a really important part, too, is like just even just saying selling the art. We've, we saw something incredible happen last week with the OK Bears and how the idea of a brand can explode and and make a price go crazy um and i think that you guys have the that potential of your brand of the incredible art that you guys bring um everything that you do is really clean you guys have great um like kits for marketing and all that stuff um i I love to see that kind of stuff and what i'm wondering now is because you guys are kind of becoming full web three with this new soul gems thing and maybe not web three, but um, it's kind of the Solana has been doing this where now we're staking and getting a, uh, a like soul gem or um, an SPL 15 coin. And I'm wondering what is that like for you guys? And what do you dream about when you think of soul gems and what could it be in the future? And what do you have in like what's going to happen soon? Sure. Sean, you want to take a first stab at that and then I can jump in after. Yeah, sure. So I think what's really unique with, with, with the approach that we're going with, you know, and, and Soul Gems kind of ties it all together, is this entire brand ecosystem that we're wanting to build out. Um, and yes, it's a pretty big, you know, feat to take on. Um which is why right now we're just so strongly focused on building the foundation for, for what's to come. Um, but what, but what's yeah, really interesting and unique about it is, is all of these different ventures that we want to, to, to create, you know, have them interconnected primarily through soul gems and just how much value that that can bring to the table and to the entire Solana ecosystem. It's kind of like that missing link, um, like that umbrella over everything that we had initially roadmapped. And, you know, ideally, we would have loved to have just kept operating on Solana, but for a number of reasons, not even anymore, just regulatory, also kind of how the space operates and what the community expects. That That isn't the most feasible route to go. So, you know, introducing this Soul Gems rewards program or protocol, as we've kind of branded it acts as like that umbrella that links everything that we want to do and days ducks in itself has its own brand power as well as soul games and soul ads will in the future these ventures that we've roadmapped um but soul gems kind of is that link and then each one of them still has the ability to kind of stand as their hero brand being powered by and and this phrase we may actually tweak a little bit because Sean and I have been going back and forth on that but you know being powered by in a sense soul gems and this protocol and it's also an opportunity for us to set an example for other collections the intention of this program right is is to be able to have other collections use it too 
So Days Ducks is kind of like that example. This is how it works. We're showing you what we're doing with, you know, what we're generating as an ecosystem and how we're linking into this program and offering value to the Soul Gem holders. It also gives the Days Duck members the opportunity to kind of kind of be first to market in this sort of marketplace that may may come, as well as also join the DAO early on. Um, so I'm excited to see what what's going on there and and how it in, uh, rolls out. But like Sean said, focusing now on structure from a brand perspective, especially seeing like OK Bears, you know, the potential is there. It's obvious that we just need the assistance in kind of how we present to the public, how we present to the press and how we kind of maintain that amongst everything that we do now and in the future. You know, building this foundation is critical. That's why we brought on a PR team to build out different brand books for each of the different individual ventures, including the DDMC. They'll kind of give us a refresh. And in that, it's just really structuring how all the iconography and, and text and imagery work and all the different assets can be used. Um, and then they'll do the same for Soul Gems, Soul Ads, uh, and Soul Games. Um, so it's pretty critical that we brought on a team like that. And what is it that you can use Soul Gems on like right away? So the initial utility is uh, one of Sean's concepts. That's pretty common, but we're trying to take a new twist on it. Sean, do you want to talk a bit about the raffle house and auction house? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the, 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 the first major utility for it, very similar to what a lot of other collections are doing and what kind of D gods brought to the table is a is an auction place and uh and i mean we haven't spilt the alpha on it yet but you can assume you can already guess what the name's going to be based on all the other kind of let's say soul branding we have um but the concept there is going to be uh actually an auction place but the style of the auctions will not be how uh, any any other project is is doing it is actually a a way more captivating a way more gamified way of of auctioning um, as well as providing uh, more value than just other nfts providing in real life value such as uh, you know gift cards that can get you gas food accommodation flights um, to, to provide again that in real life value with this unique twist of a, of an auction house, which we're really excited to release. And yeah, so that would be like the first major utility for it. And then obviously within the collection itself, you know, added bonuses, you know, if, you know, when the females come along, of course, you're going to need soul gems as well. You know, I hear females love their gems. From a collection standpoint, we can set the examples of how to use soul gems within your collection. There's so many different ways. We did this recent airdrop, you know, of these joints uh, that were phrased as gears and goodies, and that name also is going to be released uh, kind of on brand in a sense. Um, but, you know, now the interaction with these utility tools that they're, they're going to transform into is going to involve, you know, soul gems in a few different ways. It, it it allows us a lot of flexibility in the future in the current model right we would have to kind of depend on solana as well as you know transaction fees which are minimal yes but you can't do things where you could like burn a bunch of solana in exchange for um 
you know, another NFT or something like that. This using a token like Soul Gems allows us to do that within the collection. Uh, one utility, though, that we did kind of not touch on but not go into detail on is going to be this Soul Gems DAO, um, which is just pretty much governance as well. So Soul Gems holders will have a say in the collections that are onboarded into that program um, and, and kind of how we have to adjust circulating supplies to onboard these collections if they're bringing in quite a bit of volume, you know, that needs to be considered. So those are the kind of the immediate utilities that you can get right off the bat. And then I expect, you know, the developers on the protocol in a sense to to start, you know, creating dApps, I guess, or, or games. And, and you kind of look to the other collections that get onboarded and say, wow, you know, there's this huge supply, it's uncapped. I can give it easily to all my members. So now let me start building out some other things that they can go and use it for. And that kind of becomes universal. It doesn't always have to be specific just to your collection holders too. It could be open to all the Soul Gem holders. You touched on it earlier, right? You, you called it the, the apparel and merchandise venture. And it's exactly that. It's a venture. It's got you know, quite a bit of overhead um, you know, and, and a large capital investment from the Days Ducks to produce this line. Uh, of I think like 13 different uh, designs with several different colorways within each. It came out to almost like 6,000 pieces in total um, in this in this collection alone. And, you know, we kind of realized it midway that there is, you know, a huge undertaking in this industry too. So it is a venture in itself. And that's why there is this sort of overhead starting in USDC. I mean, I, we touched a lot on Soul Gems, so I think we could move into the merchandise venture in a little bit. But I, I wanted to also add to Sean's uh, Soul Gems discount. When we reopen the store, we intend to still maintain a, a, a holder discount, not 20%, but still something pretty valuable. And how does Soul Games help you guys um, create an experience for your audience and people that are involved? And, and generate revenue, I guess, ultimately, is, is the hopefully the, the end goal. Jump straight straight into it. I think one of the biggest opportunities that Soul Games has is to bring together the gaming community in this NFT space, which is pretty big, um, well, and, and, and growing rapidly into a central location where where you'll find all of these games but that can take a little time for us to get to that level to begin with now it's you know still the central location where we host kind of the the more popular games that have been around for years and have been really popular you know in the mobile app stores but this time it's one of the first times that you can actually play to earn uh, uh crypto with and our revenue models or play to win. Well, yeah, play to win. And we've got two, two, two revenue models, which one is the in-game purchases. Um, and in-game purchases currently is, is, is users needing to purchase the, the in-game currency to enter the competitions that will be, you know, hosted on a daily. Uh, uh, as well as revenue coming in from advertisement, because we also want to give the opportunity to, to someone that perhaps cannot afford to enter these competitions to be able to uh, watch ads, to earn these credits, to enter competitions, 
to hopefully win and build and, and kind of stack up their 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 earnings in, in that way. So yeah, two two revenue models which are very popular in the mobile gaming industry already right now, which are yeah, in, in, in app purchases, in game purchases, as well as advertisements. I think it fits your guys's brand too. I mean, I've seen some of your poker nights. I've kind of jumped into the chat before, and uh, you know, I'm not a huge bit Discord guy, but um, I definitely recognize that you guys have a very active community, or we have a very active community, and uh, it's really cool. And I think it is an extension of the community too. So it's exciting what you guys are doing. I love the soul gems, soul games, soul ads. So, so that there's already a piece right there, right? Yeah, exactly. They, you know, it kind of sets that foundation. But building on the brand experience that I think we can provide with soul games is, again, it's a bit like soul gems where by positioning outside of the Days Ducks collection, we then can show other collections how you can interact with it as a community. At first, yeah, as Sean said, it'll have, you know, just the, the more popular Web2 games that we're familiar with seeing. But in the future, it could easily lead the code is there, the, the skill set is there to, to skin games for each collection, you know, with, with benefits for their holders specifically. And, and we'll test that out as the day's ducks after getting version one up. I mean, the beta testing experience has been amazing in terms of the feedback we're getting. People are grinding through games. When I see people complaining about, you know, their levels resetting because they reached like level 62, like how the hell do you guys have time to play this long? Like I, I, I get to play one round. So I was going to say one other bit as well, um, which was like more of a strategic play with this is, uh, as both Sean and Zach mentioned, doing games that are similar to ones you'll see in web two already is instead of just going full web three which um a lot of collections are trying to do and just tackling the web three community is using those web two games to start off with we can bring in people who are not familiar with web three who don't have crypto don't have nfts but yeah, I mean, building on Sasha's point, I, I agree 100% that, you know, that's kind of why, again, branding it as Soul Games versus, for instance, in the future, Days Ducks Games. It, it just, it, for the, the old lady that's used to playing Candy Crush on her phone and maybe now has a little bit of Solana that her grandson gave her as a joke, you know, she can now come into Soul Games and play with that. And it's a, a, a more seamless transition. But won't even need the Solana either because she could do the free the free to play games with advertising that too that too that too exactly and then win cryptocurrency ultimately which kind of onboards people that weren't in the space um so it's definitely going to be an interesting launch and i think there's a lot of opportunity to evolve it you know even just from a technical standpoint i'm sure sash will agree the next phases are are kind of moving from just online based to mobile um, you know, and then kind of fully integrating. I haven't seen a lot of apps to date that fully integrate, you know, Phantom Wallet in app and, and kind of keep you all there within that experience. But we're building stuff that has that potential to become that. I love that you guys always innovate. That's one of the reasons that I, I kind of fell in love with the Days Ducks. Um, and I, I remember when I would load your page, sometimes it would take a little bit. 
but I'm wondering what was it like being one of the first projects with like animated images? You know, that was something special opening up Magic Eden and seeing all the ducks kind of move. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. What were you guys thinking? You're like, I'm going to, we're going to blow this up. Was it easy? What, What kind of stuff went on with that? It's still sending them all over the place, bro. They can't even still get it sorted. I spoke to them in detail about it actually this week to our account coordinator. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know, every other marketplace can do it except you guys, you know, and we've done what we think we need to do on our end. What is it? Like, I I know what the solution is. It sounds very simple to me. Just downscale the images before you load them. Like, why don't you build that across the board? Um, But uh, they're going to look into it because, you know, that was actually a a big undertaking for them. We had high res images and they were GIFs and their system just couldn't handle it in terms of load. But in in terms of the actual GIFs themselves, um, Guava could probably speak on this a bit more, but it wasn't, the collection wasn't uh, intentionally going to be all GIFs to begin with. But then Guava, as he always does with our, in our core meetings, he teases like one animation and then we go, oh my God, that looks so sick. And then we're like, all right, first we're like, okay, we're going to put that on a few, a few ducks. And then we're like, no, 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 every duck needs it, you know? So, uh, which, which then gives Guava a lot of headache. <laughs> but don't, don't tease the fire, bro. Don't tease the fire. Yeah, and, and actually, I was hitting on because when when you first did it, I remember telling people like, just wait, let it load, because you know it was special seeing them all moving. I've been looking at the floor, but I didn't even notice that they don't move because I I normally if I really like when I open them up and see what the what the animation is, but I didn't even notice that they they don't actually move now. But when we first when they first dropped, I remember having to let the page load and then just watching them all move. I was like, dude, I'm in fucking Harry Potter right now. Um, it was just supposed to be the, the 25 legendaries that were going to have all the animation. But then, you know, Sean said, what if we got all the ducks to be animated? I'm like, yeah, that's a possibility. We have to um, animate um, some or, or if not a good amount of the attributes for that to happen. So, so said, so done. And that's so when we brought on Caitlin to help with, uh, with some of the animation. She did like the minor stuff where she just made like things like flicker or, or bump or throb, you know. And um, that helped out a, a lot because a lot of the, the, um, the little eyes and the eye twitch and um, the beaks that twitch a little bit and stuff and some of the other things like the, the, the Luna Pipe and stuff, she added those animations to it. So definitely. she um, was, And I, just like um, Sasha said and then Zach said, we're still trying to pull her in. But um, I don't know, man. She's still not a, a, a 100% believer in um, NFTs and Web3 yet, which is really weird. And I would say all of our animation was done without moving the deadline. So Guava, Guava and Caitlin were very much pushed up against the wall on that one. Before I jumped on here, I was talking to Mulligan, one of our, our holders. He received the package of the samples and he was like, bro, the quality is so dope. It's so sick. It's so amazing. He's so excited. So it, that was really good to hear uh, because we've been putting in a lot of hard work over, I think, a, a lot harder work than we expected. The samples that he got, were they, were they, were they like his size? 
Um, yeah, he said some of they all look like they should fit. They were a little wrinkled, but um, he he's gonna get them dry clean before he shoots them. It's a huge process, though. You know, like it, it, to be honest, I've been in retail for a long time, and my mom actually specializes in merchandise and apparel. She's doing all the apparel for this sailing week event that you saw our duck team racing in, and like even the quality that these big you know events put out for their their sort of like lines or or apparel lines they drop for the event she does a good job right but the quality is nowhere near to what i think we've we've put together with our collection it really is you know not just you know easy drop shipped alibaba suppliers no this is the manufacturers in la that are doing collections for um beyonce and celebrities and and they're like you know really putting that level of detail into it and guava you've done an amazing job working with malcolm on getting these designs done but it i just didn't expect it to be this big of an undertaking um but i think everyone's going to be pretty satisfied no one's feeling it more than sean though because sean's in charge of the finances oh boy Me neither. I thought it was going to be, you know, we meet with him, we say a few things, um, tell him what we need here and there, and it will be done. But my God, it's, it's, like, it's like surgery. Seriously. Bro, even using fiat currency, that's the biggest problem right now. Like, trying to get everybody paid, it's such a process. Like, if they took crypto, they would be paid immediately and be able to start working. ASAP, but instead they're like, no, we need a wire, you know, and that takes four days to get out. It's like, come on, we're in the 21st century, guys. Let's let's start acting like the Jetsons. Well, we're starting we're starting to convert them one by one. And I did want to hit on uh, the 3D docs too. What do you guys think about that? And and has it moved anywhere? What what's that going to be like? Do you have any kind of outlook for us? I mean, in some exciting news today, there's a pretty cool NFT game place um, that one of our holders that has been leading the 3D development reached out to, and they decided to integrate our collection with their game place. They created a, a character based off of one of the ones that we had that Guava designed that's not part of the collection, um, but they also created the holder's duck and integrated that into his into their game. So any Days Duck holder that also has the Unchained NFT, that's the name of the collection that built the game place, they can go in there and play as that Days Duck character. Um, but that's kind of more micro on a macro scale. Uh, it's still really up in the air in terms of how we deliver it. We're just still kind of figuring out the cost, the process associated, and, and the best strategy. But it's great to see that, you know, that the holders saw that potential and, and drove that effort so quickly that now the team is kind of figuring out how we integrate it versus getting the community to catch on. I can't wait to use my duck in 3D, man. If I could use that in my portal, that would be amazing as an avatar. Well, we, we've discussed a little bit. We had a huge lore session after we met with you. Um, the first time after that first recording. And I think that's been very beneficial for a lot of us to at least kind of see the future um, and and how big this can really go and how everything has to tie into it. I mean, Guava's ideas blew me away and have me super excited 
uh, on that standpoint. It's almost like we're building a Marvel universe. Dude, you guys are are constantly building. I love how how much you're willing to pivot, and you know that's so important in the in in every space, really. But the NFT space, it seems like if you can't pivot quickly, uh, things die very fast compared to maybe normal business. So that's why I'm always been in, impressed with you guys. Just hearing from you on spaces, and and you guys are really really active. So I, I appreciate you being um, open and honest with people and. Um, I think that we're, we have been, or the Solana space has been changing kind of the culture of even NFTs and how, how they should be um, upfront and honest and, and, and talk to their holders. So I, I really appreciate you guys always doing that. And uh, that made me a day's duck for sure. Day one and uh, just been buying ever since. So I, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. What is it that the day's ducks want to do and become? We want to become the next Sanrio company. The next Hello Kitty, and the next the next child uh, Peanuts. What you know, like we want to be the next big empire slash character brand, you know, that's ever been. And you know, through Web three, that's our that's our goal. Yeah, no, exactly like Guava says. It's just you know, hit hit that global brand scale, uh, and 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 having the core team here on the small island of Antigua. I think is, is something at least personally really special uh, for me, seeing as, as the industry here in Antigua has, has always been primarily on tourism um, and myself always been in this kind of online business world. It's always been a goal of mine to, to kind of show, show what's possible and, and, and show what, you know, a group of people and, and, a, and a strong team can do even from a small island. We, we, all, we all kind of differ a little bit, but all go to the same goal of the global brand. I mean, coming from the technical standpoint, um, right as you're, you're holding, you see in the dashboard what we're building there um, and the things you want to build out with that. So my, my excitement is based around the tech and how we can, um, once we get to the point where everything's running super smoothly, is branch out and have it as, as somewhat as a SaaS business as well to be able to provide all that software that we've, especially on the dashboard side where, where most of it is, is built from scratch, be able to provide that as a service for other upcoming projects. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And just getting everything like well-oiled machine. Yeah, that dashboard's really special. I love how you guys have the on-chain voting there. Um, you've got your ducks, you can do high high res pictures, all that stuff. What was it like? creating that have you done that kind of stuff before or um was this kind of your first dive into this specifically in terms of web 3 it it was it was a first um done dashboards before as i mentioned for like financial industry and and different bits and bobs but um for web 3 is definitely a different challenge um and you can tell as a holder that sometimes things aren't um working quite as you'd want them or like Solana will go down. It won't be um, firing as, as well as we want it to, which will affect things. So it is definitely a learning curve and how we can make sort of code more efficient. Um, but yeah, it was pretty exciting to do that. I know from the get go, I think sure it was, I think it was Sean's idea to get the dashboard to begin with, um, which was really cool. 
And then I think we had a couple people literally just copy it <laughs> or like try to copy it. I, I haven't been on the DAOs, but um, try to do something similar uh, since we launched that. I swear to God, I think I think these guys are listening to when I'm talking and deciding to drive. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> the um but yeah that's pretty exciting and uh looking forward to what we have coming up i mean um you would have seen it mentioned on one of our town halls before that we want to actually have the duck fund um or community fund page built out so you can see where all the money is going in the duck fund um what those ventures are contributing back um and yeah basically have a, a better picture so that any duck can log in and see see what's going on. You're creating a package that people can can now have. You know, there's so many people doing that, and you see people kind of copying them. But if you have something that you can provide to another community, especially with everything that you're already doing, soul gems, soul games, there's so many things to connect into the space with you guys. It, it's just you you've got a lot going for you. So I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to to talk with me and uh come on to soul bros and it was a good time talking to you guys appreciate it right